Hello, my name is Federico Toledo and welcome to the Quality Sense podcast, where you will have the chance to improve your sense for quality by listening to some leaders who are amazing at what they do in the software industry. In each show, I'll have a one-on-one -on -one chat with them discussing specific topics related to software testing and quality. Hello everyone and welcome again to the Quality Sense podcast. This is the beginning of the second season, the first episode. After a short break we took to review and analyze what we did in the first season, we are really, really happy for all the interviews and the feedback that we received. Also very excited to start podcasting again. I also had the chance to disconnect for a while. I did a road trip with my wife around Arizona and Utah. And even though the restrictions because of the pandemic and all the extra care you have to take, uh, it was really worth it. The nature, the na national parks, the mountains, everything is beautiful. And now back in Berkeley in California to start again with the podcast. Today we have a very, very special guest. Her name is Fernanda Sesto, she's also from Uruguay. She's not only an entrepreneur who is strongly motivated to make a social impact, but she's also a software tester. Nowadays, she's studying at the University of Rochester in New York, but I met her back in our country in Uruguay when she worked in Abstracta a couple of years ago. She is a very young woman that started working with us as a trainee tester. It was her first experience working in the software industry and not so for us, it was one of our first experiences hiring such a young tester. She was 18 back then. It was amazing working with her, as we call her. I remember she was very ener energetic and positive with a great sense of responsibility and critical mind, crucial components for a successful tester. I learned a lot working with her and I invited her to the podcast recently because I think what she has to share is very useful for all the testers starting in the field and also for leaders and managers in order to make testers' first steps easier. I hope you enjoyed the interview as much as I did. Hello, Fernanda. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Very good, very good. I'm really happy. I'm very excited to be talking with you. Tell me, um, do you miss our country, our little country there in the south? Do you miss yeah. the people in, in Uruguay? Yeah, definitely. Today, actually, uh, it's a year that I that I left Uruguay, and I think um, even though I I've been having a great experience here in the U.S., I definitely miss my home and my parents and my family in general and my friends as well. Yeah, but you know, it is what it is. Yes, of course. Um, fair. I. I wanted to talk with you about your first experience working in, in the software industry. I remember when you just started a couple of years ago, right? Mm -hmm. uh, working in our team in Abstracta. And I have great memories about sharing uh, the office with you and, and working together and learning together a lot. 
And well, my, my first question related to that, to that is how did you end up in working as a software tester? How did you decide to study or how were your first steps? Okay, so I went to a computer science high school in Montevideo and there I learned, you know, software programming, um, project management, databases, a bunch of technical stuff. And when I was in my last year, in 2017, uh, there was this opportunity called, this program called Jóvenes a Programar um, by Plan Ceibal. And they opened it, it was the first year. And I, yeah, it decided that it was a great opportunity to like, learn more. Software testing was not a course in, in my high school. So I no, wanted to right. learn. <laughs> yeah, it is not, and it was like, yeah, we learned a little bit about it in one of the courses that was more about software engineering uh, or like software design, you know, the whole process, mm -hmm. but it was definitely not like a subject. So I wanted to learn more about it because I actually in 2017, 2016, I went to abstract on uh, um, the girls in tech day or tech um, and I remember visiting and I remember the environment was really cool and, um, I thought that would be a great first experience for me, you know, to like start working in the software industry. And um, yeah, like after when that opportunity came and after having that uh, visit to Abstracta, I was like, yes, I, I want to learn software testing. And I already knew how to program. I knew, I already knew about databases operating systems. So I think that also helped me uh, to understand even better about software testing and you know the whole processes and and then after when i graduated from high school i on that summer like after graduating i was looking for a job and uh, i submitted my resume to abstracta and <laughs> i got an interview and i think i did well in the interview <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah you did yeah great do, do you remember where which ones were your first um, fears or the first thoughts about working in the software industry? Yeah, that was very scary um, to like make mistakes. Uh, I, even though I knew like how to develop, you know, and I knew how to do like software testing because it was so recent, but I was still nervous, you know, about making mistakes um, about, for me also working with clients was a very like a huge experience because I was I I've always been quite responsible so I didn't want to like make mistakes and then uh, impact the clients in a bad way so that was that was I think one of the biggest fears for me to like do something wrong and then that affecting the clients and uh, their you know because they were like that was real it was not like in high school that you just practice you know and you do stuff that was actually impacting people's businesses and people's services so i was like this is real i need to take this seriously and then uh yeah just nervous i guess about like the whole working style it was everything new for me um and you know working in an office it was great though i i i was scared of course at the beginning i didn't have any issues because it was a great environment but uh 
I think, yeah, like making mistakes, that was the biggest fear. Do you remember anything that you did or anything in your attitude towards the those fears that helped you to overcome them? Yeah, I think I was very, um, like, very willing to learn and to ask questions. Uh, and I was also very independent. Like, I think it was a balance between asking questions and trying to solve issues by my own. So if I, I will, if I, every time I would get to a problem, right, um, and I would face a situation that I didn't know how to solve, I would try to Google that and, like, try to resolve it by my own. But if I was stuck and I couldn't do it by my own, I would recognize that, yes, I'm a junior, I can't do everything, so I would ask for help for, um, ask for my uh, colleagues, like, you know, I, I, I'd like to highlight this because I think it's a very important attitude towards uh, what you do because it's uh, for, for leaders, it's really important to, to help people. But if the, if the junior testers are not trying but they, by, by themselves, maybe it's not the best uh, learning process. So finding the... the appropriate uh, balance between asking questions and research by myself and say when you have a problem or wh when you cannot solve this problem you're facing, uh, I think this is key. Uh, so uh, mm -hmm. really like what, what you mentioned. I, I know that nowadays you moved to uh, Rochester in, in here in the US and you are studying something not related to software testing. So you quit the field. <laughs> no, I didn't quit yeah. it. <laughs> Actually, okay. software testing helped me to realize a lot of things. Oh. Like, for example, that I really like the business side of technology. And because when I was a, at the beginning, I was like a functional testing. So I felt that I was understanding, I was trying to understand the business side and like, you know, the client side and the users. And then on the other hand, like trying to work with the developers, the engineers. And so that bridge is what I, I think helped me to, to figure that, okay, I actually really like technology, but I see myself in the future working more like a product manager role or working more from like the business side of it. So even though I did change, <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't think that it's not actually related to <laughs> software. Right. Yeah, 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 just kidding. But uh, what I wanted to ask you is uh, if you have to try to convince any friend or anyone to join the, to, to become a tester, have, have you tried that? Yeah, actually, when I, especially when I was working, I was very like, you should all get into software testing. Um, <laughs> And it is very, I think, like when you say software industry to a person that hasn't really studied anything related to technology, they kind of like freak out and they're like, oh, no, that's too hard. That's not for me. But I try to encourage my friends back home that it's like, really, they can do that. Like, Hoban Saprama is still there and it's still an opportunity and they can learn for free um, a lot of like useful tools and skills that you can apply then and then you can you know it's is the is the entry point let's say into yeah, okay. software test and software industry so i just yeah definitely i try by that like convincing them to to be like this is not hard like this is something you do every day actually when you're i even try to convince my mom <laughs> to go oh. into software testing 
Wow. And how, how do you tell them uh, what a tester does? Um, well, uh, it depends, right? Depends the person I'm talking to. But I usually start with like, you know, when you are using an app on your phone, like Instagram, I don't know, Facebook, you know, when you're using it, when it doesn't work, like something is wrong, that's a bug. That's something that is not supposed to be there. And that's an issue. And that's what we usually do. Like we try when we are like working, we try to find that type of um, issues and we try to also uh, improve like the user experience and like to make it uh, more like to make it better for them. And, and so, yeah, that's basically how I, I go like with an example that I think I've heard it before in Abstracta as well. So maybe that's why <laughs> I do it like that. Great. I'd like to make a short pause to thank Abstracta for sponsoring this podcast. Abstracta is a company fully dedicated to software testing that can work with you to push the quality of your product and processes to the next level. Uh, tell me, Far, what helped you to succeed in your first uh, experience working as a tester? Well, asking questions when I had to and also mm -hmm. being independent and like um, research on my own definitely was one of it. Um, they're also very, being very curious, you know, just um, when approaching a problem like software, just trying to, um, you know, get out of my uh, zone a little bit and just try to explore different things. I think and get out of my box and, and think like, how, what else can we do to improve this? Or what else could the user need? Uh, you know, just asking questions like that, being very curious about the target population that the software is trying to reach uh, or like that is designed for. And then also, um, also getting out of my comfort zone as well as a software tester. Like I remember that I was, sometimes I try to do performance testing, which is definitely not, you know, right up my alley because I, I started as a functional tester, but I, yeah, just trying to see that um, if I can get out of my comfort zone and learn new things, that would also benefit the product. And that I think it was a great skill for me to like, also like develop my own knowledge and learn more, more skills and get to know other like areas within testing. Cool. Those were excellent pieces of advice. And what about... If you, if you were able to go back in time <laughs> and mm -hmm. tell something to younger Fernanda, uh, what could you uh, suggest? <laughs> Be more patient. <laughs> <laughs> okay. um, yeah, and listen more. I think it was more like uh, sometimes I would just, I think this is a normal thing in young people, and I probably still do it, but I just talk, you know, and I think, yes, I have this, like, I know this. Like, I don't need you to tell me, <laughs> you know, but be more like, okay, no, let's listen to people who've been working in the industry for a long time um, and be more patient in my own learning process and don't get, like, frustrated. Um, and yeah, patient with yourself, right? Yeah, yeah, with myself, yeah. Be patient with myself and with the process and, 
in the, in the things around that. Yes, I'm like I'm not gonna be able to to do like a whole performance testing script from day to night uh, or night to day, and because uh, it's it's a process. And I was just starting, and I think you know, just being more patient and being more yeah, le learning takes time, right? Mm -hmm. Well, another question I have for you is um, how, how was your experience because I remember you were working uh, in Abstracta for uh, customers in the US so how was your experience as a young Latin American woman working remotely for customers in the US is there anything you like to ask people to take into consideration in order to improve the experience of people in a similar position as you were Um, well, my experience was great, to be honest. Um, that's what, what was one of the things that I was scared about. Um, I, yeah, like it was a language barrier, the cultural barrier, the fact that I was not present in the same room with them. You know, I, sometimes I, I kind of felt like ex not excluded, but like that, that was like missing some stuff that the team was having because we were like, I was remote and they were in the same um, place. But in general, it was it was great because I, yeah, like the teams I, ha I had the opportunity to work with were really open. They were really also responsive, you know, uh, on Slack. They would like answer right away and they would like hop on calls if I had to um, talk to them. And then, uh, yeah, like it was it was challenging, I'm not going to lie, because uh, it was, yeah, it was my first time exp like working <laughs> in an environment like that in such a context and in English it helped me to learn English as well like to develop my fluency I guess in English um, and I think in general yes like to people who are in that situation as people who are working with remote teams and they're all located and there's just one member that is remote or if you are the person who is remote then um, yeah one of the things like just to make I think the last team I worked with was an awesome uh, experience with working with them. Um, they were great and they made me feel really included within the team. And I think that that is important for someone like to feel that they are part of the team, even though they are in another country and they're from another culture. And they even like, when I left, they even sent me um, a present, you know, with like, a bunch of things that was really yeah. like I still have the car with like they sent me like oh thank you Fernanda for everything because that for me was great because I worked with them for a long time and they really made me feel like I was they even said oh you can come and like visit um we can you know drink a coffee or something so I was I think having that um uh, is making that happen you know having that environment when when they're like at least one person that is remote Uh, is very important, and I would definitely advise that to people who who are in that situation. Yeah, especially nowadays, I, I think this what what you mentioned is important not only for people working from other countries. Nowadays, that we are more distributed because of the COVID 19 and everything, um, having this kind of details or paying attention to this type of details and and making sure people feel included uh, and 
uh, I think can make a, a difference in a difference in in the experience working in a remote location. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. Is there any anything else you would like to mention regarding testing or your experience as uh, as a tester or anything that could help someone giving their first steps into the in industry? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I definitely think that for people who are just start, starting their career in software testing, they should definitely try to be as curious as possible and get involved with the community. I think like going to uh, meetups or webinars, you know, and network with people who are, they're like the industry leads. I think that's for someone that's just starting, um, it is a very important tool. Like, um, and I think we all should do that because like the power of networking is great and we get to meet so many people and learn from so many people. Um, and I think that actually helped me a lot in, even though, yes, I was independent and I think I still recommend that to anyone. I just feel that when you are connecting with other people and people who know a lot about a topic, they could uh, help you. You can collaborate with them in a future project or something. So definitely uh, my advice goes on that way, like to network and to be curious within the, the industry. Excellent, excellent, thank you so much. Uh, I have a couple of questions, uh, more personal questions, I would say, but one of them is, uh, do you have any book you'd like to recommend? Um, yeah, this is not related to software testing, but I recently read a book called Women, Culture and Politics by Angel Davis, and I, I really liked it. I think it was, it was, um, it was not exactly what I was expecting in a way, but it it really like opened my mind about a lot of things, and I've been suggesting to everyone to read that book because um, nowadays I think we need to be more aware of certain um, social issues, like you know what we mentioned about working with Latin American um, people, you know, and like as a Latin American woman, um, how I felt. So I think we should definitely look into that and how women are feeling in the workplace and what women's rights and then well also we have you know the whole thing about black lives matter which i think is definitely important very pressing right now especially in the united states uh so definitely i, I encourage you all to like read that book and in every type of that it goes in those lines excellent um the other question is related to habits do you have any habit you because I, I really believe that improving those things small things that you do every day multiple times you can improve your life and, and your the way you achieve uh, your goals so do you have any habits uh, to to recommend yeah recently I've been practicing a lot of mindfulness and I think it's the fact of being present you know in the real time so sometimes, you know, we are to focus on the future, especially when we're working. And I think that is, is perfect. And I definitely do that for myself a lot. But sometimes, you know, just taking like, especially when we're trying to be productive, just take five minutes or 10 minutes to go back to reality, just sit in your desk um, and, you know, focus on your breath, focus on what you're feeling. Uh, and then just take the actual break, not like five minutes break and you're checking your phone, but like actual five minutes break when you're just do nothing. Let your like thoughts go and like 
just feel your body, how it is, if you're tense, you know, things like that. That could actually boost your productivity. So I definitely recommend that. Thank you so much for, um, is there anything you would like to invite the listeners to do? Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. As I mentioned, I am very interested in uh, social issues right now. And I think the most pressing issue right now in the U.S. is Black Lives Matter. So if you can get involved with that, either as donating or sharing resources, um, you can check Black Lives Matter uh, online, the organization. They centralize a lot of information, and I think they're most, the most reliable source of that. So getting involved with that, I think, especially in the workforce, it's really important to be thinking about that. I will share the link in uh, in the podcast notes, so it's easier to to access to it. Okay. And thank you so much, Fer. It was really really nice to talk with you again, and I hope to uh, continue talking and be in touch with you. Okay. Awesome. Thank you very much for inviting me. Stay safe. Bye. Bye. I hope your sense for quality got better after this conversation. Thank you so much for listening and please subscribe to Quality Sense Podcast. Tell your friends, your family, your colleagues or whoever you think can benefit from listening to it. I hope to see you soon. Adios amigos.